This is the Freedom Ring. All right. Happy Thursday, everybody. It is uh, April the 21st. I'm Matt. That's Bill. Uh, we were supposed to be joined today by the Resistance Chicks. We apologize. They are not joining us today. They are pushing it off to tomorrow because they uh, unfortunately overbooked. And um, so we'll kick off the weekend with a nice conversation with those ladies. And uh, we completely understand. Uh, we designed this show. To uh, basically uh, two people that used to be in mainstream media, in corporate radio, uh, pretty much covering the stories that mainstream media has uh, either not found. (laughs) Oh, they found them. They made them, actually. (laughs) Or they're just choosing not to report them. And that's where we come into play. Today on the show, number one sign that being uh, this, uh, this country, America, is being taken back by the good guys. And yes, there are good guys still in uh, still in government. And uh, we'll give them the, we'll shine them a little. No, shine. That's that's that shit came out wrong. We're not going to shine we will anybody. Highlight, highlight, highlight. Thank there you. you. Go. I was trying to be cool and say uh, the the phrase is uh, giving shade to, but that's a negative, negative thing. See what happens, man. You get old and you just you're it's no longer 70, hip. Seventy five TikTok takes. Yeah, that might have been. Try to it. say that. Right. Try to say right. That. Uh, another story that proves the Democrats are pushing uh, to turn this country into Nazi Germany. Uh, then there's the American Airlines pilot who went into cardiac arrest six minutes after landing his plane in Dallas. No mention on on the mainstream media at all about this. This is a huge story. It is. Heard nothing about it. Uh, and guess what he just recently received against his will? We'll find out. Chances are you just assumed correct. And is uh, <laughs> Joe Biden a hypocrite? Seems like something he uh, accused Donald Trump of doing. He's actually doing himself right now. It seems like many things that they accused Donald Trump of doing. Or how about everything? A, uh, yeah, yeah. Russia, Russia, Russia. Oh, wait. Hillary was doing it. Okay, so um, we like to start our show because there is a bunch of misery in the headlines every day um, by a little bit of faith. And it, you, you'll notice that we have we have fun with some of the stories because, A, um, we would cry. If it, we balance, <laughs> it balances out the insanity of it all. And, B, the other result is complete anger on a serious note. So I decided to speak on uh, anger today. And why we need to maintain, if if we're gonna if we're gonna help God and and others turn things around, uh, we always start the show off with a little bit of faith, and um, because the world needs it, it's a very dark world right now. And I found this in uh, Proverbs twenty nine verse eleven: A fool gives full vent to his spirit, but a wise man quietly holds back. And what have most of us done? We've actually held back buying into the insanity being pushed by the extreme left. And we've held back from rioting in the streets like they were forcing or they're trying to force the summer of 2020. Those of us of society that are still sane thinking, we're sitting there watching CNN going, "Uh, wait, that's not a riot. (laughs) There's a burning building behind you and three (laughs) overturned cop cars and Molotov cocktails being, that's not the riot. No, you're looking in the wrong place. It's over to your left just slightly. So, yeah, we we, majority of us held back from doing things like that. That also shows me that there are more of us 
than there are of them and uh, gives me more hope, actually 100% confidence, that if we continue to put God first, like our forefathers said, and based the... uh, the foundation of this country on, we will, in fact, take our country back. And proven by some of the stories starting to leak, we already are. Good always wins over evil. And and, and it is winning. And if every day we come in and we go through these headlines and we talk about these stories and a little bit more faith kicks in by the minute. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's getting, I mean, some of the headlines, like the first one I'm going to get to in just a second, make you question humanity. But you know that they're putting forth all this evil at record speed because they know their end is near. Inundating us with it. Yeah. And I do believe uh, there still needs to be an uprising in this country to let the extreme left know that we're, we're done with them, which would explain the Netflix story and how that's crumbling in front of our face because we're pretty much done with the BS that's coming from Hollywood and the people that are responsible for conveying it. And uh, they they have no control over us, but it needs to be in a calm manner. We can't be overturning cop cars. We 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 do need an uprising from our side to let them know that we're done with them. Like a peaceful uprising, peaceful, yeah. and um, just like the the Trump rallies. How many tens upon tens upon tens of thousands of those people are together? No negative stories ever come from them. No, and, and there got, is. They are those rallies do communicate. Yes, that we are far bigger, and we're on to them. Uh, and then something else I found before I want to wrap up here: uh, Ephesians four twenty six and twenty seven. Be angry, and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger, and give no opportunity to the devil. Which pretty much sums up everything we just discussed. So uh, we like to start the show off with a little bit of positivity from the Bible there. And sometimes it's difficult, you know, because you see all these wicked things going on in this country. Uh, no justice being served to those that are creating it. And the mainstream media focusing on it. Yeah, focusing on it. And, and sometimes you feel helpless, like we're all doomed. I mean, who's going to save us? You know, we are. We are. Exactly. And we already are. And we are. We are in the process. Um. We're just not as loud about it, right? No, I think we're more cordial. And I, that's not like an ego thing or, hey, patting ourselves on the back. Just look at, all right, when when Trump won the presidency, and I'm going to use, I've already used this chick as an example a hundred times. The chick that we saw on the news, she was probably in her mid-50s, <laughs> oh maybe God. early 60s. She had glasses and she had a complete meltdown like she was a three-year-old that just had her Halloween candy taken away from her. Yeah. Oh! No! Yeah, that one. Acting like the world had just ended. Now, we could have done that when we know the the election was stolen from Trump. We do do it. We just do it silently, I think. I mean, the bottom (laughs) fell out of my stomach when I heard, well, next president of the United States, Joe Biden. I went, get out of here. Yeah. None of us acted like that. We didn't set a single cop car on fire. We didn't overturn anything. We just sat in disbelief going, well, that's not true. (laughs) That didn't happen. Trump told us he was going to pull it. Huh. Well. We all knew it, but we didn't really accept it in our minds like it could really happen. And then it happened. But we maintained. We maintained. Well, I guess we got to go back at it in four years and take it back. So that's proof right there that we're just more cordial and level-headed. 
Sorry, extreme left. You're whack jobs, man. If you're not you know you're not swinging right because you don't see the evil that's being forced upon you by this. Well, I don't even want to say it's the administration because it goes deeper than that. There is yeah. no administration. Yeah. Yeah, and, and we will we will control things legally come the midterms because we're going to cripple Biden where he's not going to be able to do anything. Right, and, and that if it, is if we get some real patriots elected, right, and get rid of the rhinos. And if it does swing back to the left, oh do you gosh. need a bigger sign that it's completely rigged? Do you really? He won by eighty million. Really, he can't fill a dining room. And if they try it again this year. Uh, That's I, where the uprising has to happen, but it has to be done peaceful. It has to be done classy. Will it be done peaceful at that point, though? I mean, do you think we, all we can do is encourage it? Yeah, That's we will all we can do, and yeah. we don't encourage anything negative. I think the truckers, I think the uh, the massive amount of bikers across the country have all showed decorum, class. Oh yeah, absolutely. Representing real America, real America ain't on the east and west coast. Sorry, no, they're the loudest and weirdest. But real America is where we live. Sorry, I think about Canada too. I thank them for motivating the rest of the world to get up off their butts. When did you ever think you'd say those words? Yeah, <laughs> Canada motivated the world. What they did, they did. I thought they were just up there drinking Molson and playing hockey, man. Proud of those guys. Very proud of those truckers. So, unfortunately, we've got to get to this uh, for the headline. Uh, and I'm hoping this doesn't happen, or maybe somebody's already put the kibosh. Rhode Island Democrats submitted a bill to double state income tax for parents of unvaccinated minors. If this this bill passes, it will financially cripple individuals, um, not only by doubling their personal income tax, but by requiring them to pay a monthly fine of $50. And the penalties are based on what? The boundless information Big Pharma has proved or provided on their, uh, their man-made poison? Or is it based on the countless side effects like blood clots, strokes, and heart attacks that the shots have caused? What, what are they basing it on? <laughs> Who knows? Their agenda? Their, their evil agenda? Their agenda, yeah. State Senator Samuel Bell is the lead legislator backing the bill. And uh, does he have horns coming out of his forehead? which mandates all Rhode Island residents, workers, and taxpayers receive a COVID-19 vaccine as well as any subsequent boosters that the state's director of the Department of Health shall require. Um, Number one... Doesn't this have to come from Congress if it's... Well, yeah, I believe... Now, they're talking state tax, right? Yeah, that's true. It's got to come from their own uh, legislature. But but, uh, the good news is I did read a follow-up. It was just a headline, so I didn't go into the depth of the story yet. Haven't had time. But they did back away from this. They did? They did back away. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. For just entertainment purposes, let's go through what this SOB was was planning. And why are these evil bastards when? Are they going to be sued and locked up for murder? Because that's essentially what they were trying to achieve with all this. The law would have applied to every person of at least 16 years of age as well as every person under 16 years of age and over 10 years of age. In order to receive an exemption for a minor, an extremely strict requirement has been drafted into the bill. Parents will need to have three different doctors state on record that the child is not fit for immunization. Immunization. Three doctors. Three different. Not one. Oh, my God. Three. 
They want to make it convenient for you. And the child themselves will have to place their signature on the form. Oh, my gosh. The state's department... This is straight out of Nazi Germany, man. The state's Department of Health will then be vested with the power to investigate each individual case without details provided as to how the determination might be made. May summer... 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 Summerly. Yeah. The total sum. I just went into Jill Cocker mode. May summerly... Reject the petition. I find myself when I run into those words, I always strike them and I find some other word to put it well, in there. Well, when I read this, I thought, yeah, I could get through that. It's three syllables. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I don't take the nope. chance. So that S word, reject the petition and reinstate monetary penalties on the minor's guardians. Uh, employers, both public and private, will be tasked with enforcing the legislation as well. If an employee who is not strictly working remotely fails to provide proof of vaccine and his employer fails to terminate his employment, that employer will receive a monthly fine of $5,000 imposed on them. This is what this evil SOB... It's pure evil that would even think to think something up like this, let alone put how, it on paper. How can you see it any other way? It's pure evil. Oh Who my would sit God. there and listen to this and go, man, that... How could you hate people so much? He's He's got our best interests at heart. He is a handsome man. Hey, hey Jeff, <laughs> this weekend when we go out of town to the Lake Cottage, let's get a hold of State Senator Samuel Bell to watch the kids. Huh? <laughs> Oh, yeah, he's an upstanding citizen. He's got our best interests at heart. Maybe you can go fishing with him. (laughs) Bell, who is personally motivated uh, due to an ailing newborn son with a a compromised immune system. Let me say that again. Hmm. Bell, (coughs) who is personally motivated due to an ailing newborn son with a compromised immune system... Was there a jab in this kid's history? Am I rotten for asking that? I'm not saying anything. He was joined by Senators Mack, Acosta, Anderson, Savini, and Mendez in introducing the bill. He's got a personal, he's personally motivated due to an ailing newborn son with a compromised immune system. Just something that should be asked. That's all I'm saying. Um, To justify the legislation, he pointed uh, critics in the direction of the Boston Globe piece by journalist Dan McGowan that makes the claim that nearly 65% of residents support a statewide mandate. I doubt that. Absolutely not. And check this out. This number comes from a survey that was conducted by a joint project known as the COVID-19 Consortium. Thank you. Man, I get past three syllables and I just drop the ball, brother. <laughs> Public education. Ah! <laughs> the COVID-19 consortium oh, uh, for gosh. understanding the public police preferences across states. Now, what they fail to mention is that the method- methodology, got that one, <laughs> that the methodology of the survey states plainly that it is a non-probabil- non-probability sample. <laughs> See, this is why we have fun with it. All right? If we can't make fun of ourselves. <laughs> Non-probability sample done using an online tool created for market research, which is a fancy way of saying this survey 
is not even close to being representative of the population. And in fact, it's not even a random sampling at all. It's punishment. They're trying. They're, they want to punish the people for not complying, not following every every command that they're given. Right. So we'll make you pay more tax. It's the most evil thing that's going on I've Wait, ever seen in my life. Is society thinking for themselves and reading through our BS? Uh, yeah. Well, we're going to force them to. Well, I didn't read the story yet about why they backed out of of the bill, um, but it. I, I just I don't know somebody with sanity stepped in and said, uh, "No, dude." I think that the, the you're uh, going to have to go to hell on this one. The phone lines probably went nuclear. Is my best guess. But hold on, Bill. How could you say that when sixty five percent of the residents supported the statewide ma- statewide mandate? <sighs> I'm just so stupid. <laughs> Sometimes I just I don't think this stuff through. No. <laughs> well, see, you went you went to school at a different time than me, maybe. No, but I I should be smarter than you. What's wrong with me? <laughs> you drank the water <laughs> with the snake venom in it. <laughs> yeah. Now, before we switch off the uh, subject of vaccinations, on April 9th, earlier this month, American Airlines captain Robert Snow. Tell me why this wasn't reported on ABC World News Tonight or whatever mainstream media outlet you watch. Because they don't want you to know. On April 9th, American Airlines Captain Robert Snow experienced a severe post-vaccination cardiac arrest inside the cockpit of Airbus 321 carrying nearly 200 people. The event took place at the Gate 6, I believe it was the Dallas International Airport, six minutes after landing. Okay? He's got 200 people behind him. He's landing. They come. They drive over. Or what do they say? They taxi over. Yeah. And that's the last thing he remembers. Uh, This near miss is a direct result of the Federal Aviation Administration overlooking their own safety regulations for brazenly political purposes relating to the dangerous COVID-19 jab mandate policies. This guy, uh, if I remember the rest of the story, he blacked out. As soon as he got up out of the cockpit, and they have those seats in the front of the plane where the stewardess, I'm sorry, flight attendant, sits during flight, you know, during takeoff and landing. They've got their little, they sit yeah. there, and they, you know, they're reading their book and checking their phone, and then they get up and make the announcements, blah, blah, blah. He sat down in there, in that, in that chair, and as people were exiting, exiting, deboarding, whatever you call it, the, wasn't that the captain? Is he okay? They realize he's slumped over in uh, in the chair they take him out they try giving him CPR nothing they gave him uh, by then the emergency crews came in they had to zap him in the chest three times to bring him back they brought him to the hospital and he woke up 24 hours later doesn't remember anything from right after landing until he woke up at the hospital 24 hours later and demanded to be let go and leave cuz they they were going to they were prepping him for the rendezvous for and the ventilator the ventilator oh and everything God. else they were basically scheduling to kill this man oh my he is beyond pissed and i do believe suing american airlines yeah i did hear that he was suing because they forced him to get the jab he did not want to get the jab he only Gave in because of you know for his uh, his career. He's the only member of his family 
And he gave in because he was approaching retirement, right? Uh, I'm not sure about the retirement part. Okay. I'm not sure about the retirement part, but he did give in just so he could save his job, and everyone in his family was against it. But here's another story not being reported. And, you know, I think about it. Because it goes completely against Fauci's agenda. And, by the way, where's Fauci? Anyone know? We'll get to that in a bit. You know, I can't help but think that God was with him. Can you imagine? I mean, going through the, you know, the cardiac arrest, making it to that chair, but he saved 200 lives. Yep. God was with him, I believe, that day. And he's still alive. Which is awesome. But shame on the mainstream media for not touching that story. That should have been one of the leading stories across the country on April 9th and or 10th. Speaking of that, there's an 11-year-old girl from Brazil. (sighs) These stories are worse when you hear little kids involved. People just need to hear this, though. They need to know what's going on. That's why we talk about these, these things. Uh, she passed away four days after being coerced by her school to take the experimental death shot. Her name, Isabella da, uh, Isabella da Silva, received the shot on April the 4th, began experiencing severe headaches a few days later. According to reports, the girl would have been threatened by the direction of the school where she'd studied. The school's management reported that if Isabella did not get the vaccine, her parents would be reported to the Guardianship Council, and she would be removed from her parents. What country is this? This is Brazil. Isabella, a healthy girl without any comorbidities, in perfect health, her parents did not want to vaccinate her, but the school's management pressured her. Jeez, oh man. Threatening to make a complaint to the Guardianship Council as directed by the Piranha, public Piranha. So hold on, the parents said, no, 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 the parents... Or the, the, the school overrode them? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the guardian, the guardianship council is directed by the Piranha Public Ministry that she could lose their parents. She's, they're telling the, the child this, that she could lose her parents. Scaring the crap out of the scaring kid. Scaring the crap out of her, said the deputy during a speech to the Legislative Assembly of Piranha. The school board allegedly told the young girl that if she was not vaccinated, her parents would be reported to the guardianship uh, as directed by the public ministry. They told her she could lose her parents. The child came home terrified and asked her parents to release her to vaccinate. To which disgusting, man. which obviously they did. Even if you're on board, you're still on board with the whole vax and the jab and stuff. Doesn't a story like that? Stop you in your tracks and make you realize the evil behind this? Yeah. How can you still be on board? How can anybody? That's why I don't believe any of the mainstream media when they're talking about percentages of the population who are uh, still in favor. Bull, man. Bull. You never trust your government for anything. And when they're telling you to do something like this, how long has they been... Screaming for us to get the vaccines has been like two years. Two, yeah, at least two years. You, you just don't trust people when it comes to your. And health. they're trying to entice you with free hamburgers and, and college tuition, tuition and, and, and free lawyers and wills. <laughs> Who doesn't see through that? I'm joking about the lawyers. And the and the wills, people, but. the people that I know personally that are uh, still on. But the thing is, is they're not. They're not unintelligent. They are intelligent people. But they're trusting. 
They're trusting somebody else. They're putting their lives in Because I refuse to call them, oh, they're just stupid. No. You, you, you ever hear someone from the left that they, they, they disagree with, oh, they're just stupid, they're Republicans, they're just stupid. Wait, wait, wait. Stop and tell me why they're stupid. There's never an answer. They're just stupid. Yeah, they're stupid. And look at him. Look what he's wearing. No, tell me why he's stupid. I refuse to just simply call someone stupid because a lot of the people that I know that have received the jab, I know they're not stupid. They're intelligent human beings. They're pleasant human beings. I just don't understand what they're not seeing. Brainwashed, trusting. Did the fear, I mean, did it really just do a number on them and they're they're, they're beyond, I don't want to say common sense because that associates them with stupid too. I don't want to do that. That's the easy way out. You just say so stupid. Yeah, is you it, you're dumb. Is it that they've been sold their whole life to trust government, you know, to, to trust? That's the part I don't get, man. I don't understand it either because they're the last thing I ever trust. I don't trust the government at all. Oh, no. The, Increasingly, I mean... I mean, it's organized you know, crime. Especially, it, it, like, the lights went on for me when Trump walked down the aisle. I'm like... And, and like, the next day, they started attacking him. You mean the escalator? Or the escalator, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which the Simpsons yeah. predicted, like, a decade earlier. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, and then you look at all the stunts that they've pulled on the guy ever since. I mean, if, if you're trusting your government... After all of that, there's just you're just not thinking. You're just not thinking. You don't want to take the time. What does it take though for them to wake up? I mean, how many well, you signs would think, do you need? Yeah, you would think with all this stuff going on, they would have already been woken. Uh, and I do think that a lot of them are. I'm reading that a lot of the Democrats are turning on their own party. So that's hopeful. You that know, is very hopeful. Gives us some hope that that. Things will change. The CDC issues mask mandates, prevents landlords from evicting non-paying tenants, and now they're going to act as a national weather service to forecast what people should do on a daily basis based on how a virus is behaving. Oh, my God. And I tell them, just shut the hell up. I'm not listening to you, and go back to work. They assembled a new team of 100 scientists, unselected bureaucrats, if you will, as our new overlords. Uh, Quote, we think of ourselves like the National Weather Service, but for infectious diseases, said Caitlin Rivers, an epidemiologist. I did it. That was four syllables. Do it again. That's six syllables. Can you do it again? Epidemiologist. Wow. I'm impressed. Epidemiologist. How you doing? I'm Matt Toludo, and I am an epidemiologist. (laughs) Not only am I an epidemiologist, I can say epidemiologist. (laughs) Because I'm a product of public schools. (laughs) And that's the only word I know, but that is one that they taught me. I can't say stop sign. They but I can say epidemiologist. Epidemiologism <laughs> will be in your future, Matt. Ism. <laughs> Ism. Uh, all right. So Caitlin Rivers is an epidemiologist and associate director for science at the initiative run by the Centers for uh, Disease Control and Prevention. Um, let's see. The scientists want Americans to look up. Uh, to look to them, I'm sorry, the scientists want Americans to look to them for instruction and guidance before they make decisions. Don't think for yourself. <laughs> no. 
That would we, be wrong. We can't have that. No, no, no. This is uh, don't think for yourself. I got to work on my... Putino. <laughs> my Vlad. I can do Italian. I just can't do the... You you will like it. There we go. It becomes Arnold, though. You will like it. Like it or you not. You will love it. Take a shot. It's the thing to do. <laughs> or his Italian cousin, Vladimir Putino. <laughs> Putino. <laughs> hey, how you doing, eh? No, Vladimir. No, New York. <laughs> Screwed that one up, man. Anyway, uh, we would love to be able for people to look at us to say, I'm about to commute on the red line. Should I bring a mask based on what's happening with respiratory disease in my community? Uh, no, actually, you should leave that stupid mask off and just breathe in clean air like you have your entire life. But it's not clean without a mask. Before the world's biggest lie arrived two years ago. Should I have my birthday party outside or inside? These are the questions that they want you to ask. And uh, I don't think the government agencies need to help with those decisions unless you are a complete imbecile. Those kinds of decisions, would uh, we would like to move forward. Scientists will also look at who is infecting whom, how well vaccines protect against infection and severe illnesses, and how that depends on the vaccine variants and the time since vaccination. Uh, the team of scientists will be based in Washington, D.C., shocker, where all the great, great decision-making's being done, and will report directly to CDC Director Rochelle Walensky. The town of wisdom. <laughs> right. <laughs> wisdom Headquarters International. Oh, you're moving to D.C.? Here, let me take a cinder block and drop it on your head so you can fit in with everybody. And speaking of wisdom, D.C., <clears throat> what do you have? Well, apparently, there's 26 governors, all Republican, by the way. Hey, I the, smell something good about to happen. Hold on. They've announced the creation of a border strike force to disrupt and dismantle transnational criminal organizations. And they made that announcement on the 19th of April because Biden won't do his job, apparently. The well, group why of, should he? <laughs> Come on, man. He's uh, busy. He's only 117 years old. Well, he's busy planning his next rally with all those hula hoops that he puts on the ground and <laughs> in the chairs, you know. <laughs> the group of governors signed a memorandum of understanding pledging he's still to. Busy trying to shake that hand with that dude that ain't standing there. <laughs> Where did he go? <laughs> hey, Barack, I'm here. Hey, Barack. Hey, buddy, it's me. <laughs> right. It's me, Joe. Remember me? <laughs> So this group of governors signed a memorandum of understanding pledging to work together to serve as a force multiplier to target cartels and criminal networks financially and operationally. Together, governors will improve public safety, protect victims from horrific crimes. Oh, that ain't going to work, man. Come on, man. Reduce the amount of drugs in communities. And alleviate the humanitarian crisis at the southern border, this agreement states. Now this, correct me if I'm wrong, Bill, this sounds like everything that our vice president's currently doing already. Well, Ever since she was appointed the uh, the title of border czar or immigration czar, whatever BS they slapped her with. Or not. <laughs> oh, that's right. It was not. It was not. I forgot. The uh, states involved include uh, two border states, Arizona and Texas, as well as 
24 others, including, I'll, I'll just run through the list, so if you're living in one of these states, you can feel proud that they're doing this. Alabama, Alaska, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Idaho, Indiana, Iowa, Maryland, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, New Hampshire, North, North Dakota, Ohio, uh, Oklahoma, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Utah, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. And if your state is not on that list, perhaps make a phone call to your governor and ask them why they're not. Because every, every state should be on that list. Uh, in, the absence of, in, in the absence of federal leadership, states are partnering, partnering together to create the American Governor's Border Strike Force to disrupt and dismantle transnational criminal organizations by increasing collaboration, improving intelligence, investing in analysis, combating human smuggling, and stopping drug flow in our states. The governors will coordinate to share intelligence, disrupt smuggling corridors, and assist border states. They plan to focus efforts on targeting cartel finances and border-related crime. The participating states also plan to review state laws regarding human trafficking and drug trafficking, along with transnational criminal organizations to ensure that such crimes are prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. So it's it's nice it to know. Almost sounds like it makes sense. Yeah. It's nice to know that uh, in the midst of all this crap, that uh, they are, our politicians in, the, in our states are getting together to help protect the citizens. There is hope. There is hope. It's just, you know, it takes time. And we all want to done so much faster but i guess the longest part of it is for the politicians to realize that what their eyes are telling them is going on is really happening and maybe they need to do something about it and this gets back to the how the forefathers designed this country it's supposed to be hey the states govern themselves and it's not the government is leading the way national security is the fed's job right and they're not doing it. And they're not, they're doing, not it. doing it. Isn't it? A, it's just appalling that uh, the president and vice president, again, I say that with air quotes because we know it never happened. Even if you're playing the role, you're not even acting like you give a damn. No, it's blatant. What else do you need to see? How much time needs to go by the fact that they haven't showed themselves yet? Yeah. At the actual border. No, she went down. No, she didn't. She was actually four hours north of the border when she got off that plane for 10 minutes and did that little photo op. And you know, something She never that, went there. No. And something in the back of my mind is we are financing this with our, with our federal income tax being taken out of our checks every week, month, every two weeks. Well, actually, we're not. We're financing the border of Ukraine. Our money's going over there. Well, yeah, but I mean, we're... We're not even paying attention to what's going on over here. Well, we're financing our criminal government, our federal government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And isn't it time? It's always in the back of my mind. What does it take for us? How do we put a stop to the federal funds that are going to our federal government and maybe start sending it to our states instead or something to the, you know, to the governments that are going to help us? Well, that's why we need an uprising. Absolutely. And uh, demand that. CNN Plus. Did you... Uh, was doomed from the start, according to a new report from Axios. Warner Brothers Discovery has apparently pulled all external marketing spending for CNN+. Plus. They've also laid off their li- longtime CFO, 
Uh, CNN Plus launched on March the 29th and has managed a mere 150,000 subscribers so far. Wow. <laughs> I know people on Facebook that have more friends than that. Well, that's almost double what they're getting on their cable channel, right? Uh, I heard it's 90,000. Uh, no, dude, I heard 10,000 10, 10, people a day daily, yeah, daily, are yeah. watching CNN daily in a country of 333 million. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It is 10,000. At this point, it looks like CNN Plus will probably be absorbed by HBO Max. Wouldn't it be hilarious if Elon Musk bought that, too? For 50 bucks? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what. The we'll deep- take CNN for 50, and we'll give you another 25 <laughs> right. for the plus. <laughs> Oh, and here's some Burger King coupons we'll throw in for you. <laughs> How about free college tuition? <laughs> oh, you get that with the jab. Uh, the deep state's heads would just explode if that were to happen, or maybe uh, they just start bleeding from the eyeballs like the evil jabs they're forcing on innocent kids. Let's pray for that. I uh, I feel bad for Chris Wallace. <laughs> oh, But now do? I'm over it. See how long that lasted? <laughs> I never lasted that long. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, uh, goodbye CNN Plus. It was uh, sounded like a good idea. It was a nice knowing you, and actually, I didn't even know you existed. So thank you very much. America is running out of military munitions. Can't replace them for years due to industrial decline and supply. No, actually, supply we got a bunch chain. of them in Afghanistan that Joe Biden left. Perhaps we could buy them back. You think? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Tax dollars already bought for him. You know what? That idiot would. Sure, $700 million? No, we already paid for him, dummy. Well, of course he would, because he's getting a kickback. It's called laundering the money. Alarm bells are being sounded over America's rapid depletion of munitions due to the Russia-Ukraine conflict. The U.S. Pentagon has shipped thousands of Javelin anti-tank weapons to Ukraine along with millions of rounds of ammunition, artillery shells, rockets, drones, and troop transport vehicles, leading to a sudden drop in the available stockpiles of such, such equipment should U.S. forces need to defend our own homeland. General Mike... comfortable? Yeah, wonderful. General Mark Milley, the chairman of the U.S. Joints of Staff, told Congress that the West has delivered... 60,000 anti-tank weapons and 25,000 anti-aircraft weapons to Kyiv, uh, the Pentagon... Kiev. Kiev. Kyiv. <laughs> it's one syllable, man. I, I stumbled on three. You're stumbling on one. Kyiv. <laughs> it's Kiev, man. It's Kiev. <laughs> the uh, Pentagon is now laying plans to rush additional artillery, coastal defense drones, and other material to Ukraine. We're now learning that many of these systems are extremely extremely difficult to replenish, requiring years of manufacturing to restore our existing supplies, or I should say uh, dwindling supplies. Mm-hmm. While Javelin missiles, uh, for example, have been sent to Ukraine by the thousands, the United States can only manufacture about 1,000 units a year under current circumstances. Contributing to the alarming problem is the supply chain collapse that appears to be spreading rapidly, making it difficult, if not impossible, for weapons manufacturers to source materials and parts that are needed for their products. 
In addition, many weapon system suppliers are single-source suppliers, meaning there is zero redundancy in the military supply chain for that component or weapon. Even worse, many of these single-source suppliers rely on microchips or other parts from China or Taiwan, meaning that such parts may be impossible to get if we have a war. The results are nothing short of catastrophic. America is dismantling its ability to manufacture weapons for national defense, and China is no doubt watching all of this rather closely, projecting the collapse of America's military readiness, signaling the perfect storm of circumstances for China to consider invading us. The United States and its allies have sent up to 17,000 anti-tank weapons to Ukraine over the past month and a half. Can you believe that? 17,000. Having transferred about a third of its inventory of Javelin missile systems to Ukraine, the Pentagon may be running out of stocks critical for the security of the homeland and possible U.S. wars abroad. Center for Strategic and International Studies researcher Mark Cancion has calculated. That same report concludes that replacing those missiles will take three to four years. 17,000 of them. Sorry, I'm still laughing at you trying to get a little bit of a little bit of a Similar situation exists with Stinger aircraft, uh, anti-aircraft missiles, which are also being sent to Ukraine in large numbers, depleting America's stockpile. And uh, as a footnote, it seems the Pentagon is far more concerned with organizing gay helicopter crews and... Uh, Paying for the transgender sex change surgeries of well, let's focus on the important stuff. Yeah, of active duty so- soldiers than worrying about the security and well-being of our own country well, and the we, citizens. It's not it's, about getting things done properly. It's about meeting the quota and the agenda and pushing the agenda. Uh, the know, perversity just, of the world. Come I, on, Bill, Bill, Bill. Well, you know the problem is, is I, I get this hopium sometimes, and it just drugs me all up. <laughs> Drink more of that coffee because you need to. You need to wake up in the uh, ever so popular Freedom Ring coffee mug. Yes, sir. Hey, what was the uh, the story we got the audio from? Um, I need to pull that up. Yeah, what what was the story? Uh, it came from Stu. That was the pilot. Was that the pilot? Are you that sure? That was the pilot. Yeah. Put, put, let's push play on that because he. Um, I think it was the pilot story. We were supposed to play that audio. Man, we are running on all cylinders today, aren't we? Well, I was right up on it. You see, I'm trying to pull it up now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you pull that up. And this is this is coming from another report regarding that uh, that pilot we were talking about, the American Airlines pilot. Um, from uh, Stu, uh, what's his face you show? You got it? I got it. Okay. Just listen to this. This is the report. Getting back to the pilot from American Airlines, uh, he landed the plane, and um, we'll just pick it up for the... He, he got the vax, didn't want it, and then had a massive heart attack. Go ahead. This was on April night. Uh, American Airlines uh, flight number 1067 from Denver to Dallas-Fort Worth. Uh, Captain Robert Snow, approximately six minutes after landing, while still in the flight deck of an Airbus 321 with nearly 200 souls on board. He suffered an adverse reaction. He went into cardiac arrest in the flight deck. Um, he was seen there by a passenger, by a deplaning passenger, was pulled out. And very fortunately, there was a nurse and a Navy corpsman on board. They pulled him out into the jet bridge. Uh, they performed CPR on him. 
They hooked him up to an AED. They had to shock him three times to bring him back. Um, Captain Snow doesn't remember anything from from the point of basically pulling into the gate until approximately 24 hours later. Now, when he came to, he was in the ICU, hooked up to cardiac monitors, and he called me uh, personally. He called U.S. Freedom Flyers and said, "Can you please help me? Uh, what you know? Can you please get down here?" So we assembled a world class team of cardiologists, um, lawyers. We flew a full legal team, a full medical team down here. Uh, to Baylor Scott and White here in Dallas, Texas, 10 minutes from American Airlines headquarters um, to, to, to help him get the care that he needed. He was concerned about the care that he was receiving in the hospital. You know, as we know, the hospitals give a lot of pushback these days, um, especially to anything that's vaccine related. Uh, so we had, um, you know, cardiologist Dr. Peter McCullough, um, Lieutenant Colonel Pete Chambers, a senior Army um, uh, uh, flight surgeon, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Teresa Long. Uh, we assembled a, a phenomenal team that came to his aid. And I can tell you that, that Captain Snow is very upset with American Airlines. He told me, and he actually made a video, which I'm going to share with you, Stu. He made a video from the ICU. He said, American Airlines coerced me into getting this shot. I never wanted to do it. He's the only person in his family who's vaccinated. And the other reason he became vaccinated was to save his job at American Airlines. And he's had issues ever since. You know, this is coercive, you know, threatening uh, tactics that all the airlines are using. But it has happened at American Airlines. I've seen it firsthand. Um, American has a, a long history of threatening, coercive uh, behavior. I can tell you we have hundreds. Um, I have hundreds of emails of people that are documented um, at American, you know, re in regards to the jab and regards to other issues. <clears throat> they have they, they, they have uh, not treated their employees like family as, as they claim to treat them. We're, we're, we're standing up and we're fighting back. We've had enough. And there's going to be accountability here, not just American, but across all of these airlines. They're, they're all being sued for what they've done to us. And we're not going to take it anymore. Yeah, okay, when do the lawsuits start? Not only for the uh, the airlines, but for the, 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 the companies that either fired their employees for not falling in line or mandating. And, and then you had people that unfortunately passed away after they got the jab. But, oh, shame on you for asking, well, but did they get the jab? That is so insensitive. That it's not insensitive. People are dying from this damn thing. Absolutely. When does it when does it stop? When 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 do the lawsuits begin? When do these big corporate giants get taken down? And then American Island uh, American Airlines along with United are still continuing to mandate? Yeah. As as I understand it, yeah. I mean, they're going to bring themselves out of business. I I don't know anyone that's going to go on to United or American from this point out. Well, if you're if you're given a selection, uh what Give are you going to choose? Give me JetBlue all day long, man. Yeah. What are you going to choose? I can't believe that. Yep. Uh, Joe Biden. Man, hypocrite. Joe Biden might be in hot water with the IRS, according to a new whistleblower claim. Complaints filed by former Capitol Hill Republican aide Chris Jacobs. Uh, they allege that Biden and his accountant, again, two days in a row, you're leaving the middle of a story? Am I that boring to work with? No, his dog's actually got to get out. Uh, complaints filed by former Capitol Hill Republican aide Chris Jacobs alleged that Biden and his accountant owe at least $127,000 in back taxes. Isn't this what they were accusing Trump of? Everything that they accuse Trump of, they're actually guilty of themselves. It's as if they planned the whole thing and they were just like... Uh, the list is endless. Yeah. Jacob says he is shocked by the IRS hasn't already audited Biden years ago. Really? You're shocked? 
They're all in bed with each other, man. He had this to say through the New York Post. The fact that the IRS did not audit Joe Biden's 2017 through 19 returns, despite several uh, several articles publicly raising questions about the propriety of his actions, raises questions about how the IRS administers our nation's tax laws. <laughs> And whether political considerations played a role in the IRS's decisions. Biden always takes every opportunity to claim that Donald Trump didn't pay his fair share of taxes. Funny how he uh, doesn't hold himself to that same standard, you hypocrite scumbag. How can you say that? He's our president. He's an elderly man. If he wasn't a 50-year criminal already, I'd feel sorry for the guy. Come on. Do you believe that? I mean, really. And... Are you sure that you read that right? Are, is he not getting like a refund of one hundred twenty-seven thousand? He probably will. Or actually, they might double it, and make it two fifty. Right? Uh, unbelievable. Well, have you heard about next Netflix? Yes, I have. It's an awesome thing. I got to tell crumbling you, crumbling right in front of your eyes. Absolutely. Uh, apparently, Netflix said inflation. The war. This is what they're saying. The uh, inflation, the the war in Ukraine, and fierce competition contributed to a loss of subscribers for the first time in more than a decade and predicted a deeper loss ahead, making an abrupt shift in fortune for a streaming company that thrived during the pandemic. Uh, The company said it lost nearly a quarter of a million subscribers in the first quarter when they were expecting to take on 2.5 million new ones. That's what they were assuming, eh? That's what they were assuming. Uh, suspending well, service. Everyone loves our Hollywood stars. We're not going to lose <laughs> yeah. them. Our pedo boys. Yeah. 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 Uh, <sighs> we don't trust Hollywood anymore. We're giving up on Hollywood. We're done with the celebrity. Uh, I mean, most of us are done with, you know, just admiring the celebrities and stuff. And like you said that one time. Of it. It's, like you said that one time, it's adults playing pretend. Yeah. Right. Well, what most of us outgrow by the age of six, seven, or eight, you know, when we're playing house with our next door neighbors or, you know, the kids down the street, we usually outgrow it by ages six, seven, or eight. That's what these people do for a living. Yet we put them on a pedestal as if they're curing cancer. They're playing dress up. That's all they're doing. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I love Al Pacino. I am a huge Al Pacino fan. But I know that what he does for a living ain't all that important. Mm-mm. I'm also aware he's never been a Cuban drug lord, Scarface, uh, a mafia uh, mafia family, whatever, what would you call him, in The Godfather. I mean, the uh, organized crime king. Yeah. You know, I, I know that he really doesn't do that for a living. He just plays pretend. That's all he does. Mm-hmm. I am a fan of his work. But I'm not going to, like, people just lose their minds over celebrities. And I think it's proof right here with this Netflix story Well, they, that we're done with the BS yeah. coming out of Hollywood. When you hear all the, the raving that they did about Trump, that was enough to wake you up. And then you hear about the pedophile and the adrenochrome and all the other. Well, mine, my, my, you know, when it comes to Trump, it's the hypocrisy because just 10, 12, 15, 20 years ago. They're all buddies with him. Right. And whenever right. Donald Trump walked into the room, they're all like trying to get a photo yeah. op with him. And yeah. now all of a sudden he represents politics that they, they don't jive with. 
And they're kind of in on the agenda. He threatened the swamp. And then all of a sudden, he's the bad guy. Yeah. When in fact, if you look at it hard enough, you realize he's the good guy. He is the good guy. But uh, Netflix, their their stock, in one day, tumbled 26%, and they erased about $40 billion in stock market value. Can you believe that? Oh, I love it. Maybe... Uh, I don't wish anybody... Maybe Elon Musk can save that, too. $60. I give you $60 for Netflix. And the only thing the only thing that Netflix airs for the next five years is footage found on uh, Hunter Biden's computer. Yes. <laughs> That's all you can watch. Oh, that would be awesome. That would save Netflix. It's just, he calls up Michael, I mean Michelle, and says, Hey, Michelle, <laughs> I give you $65. For your share. What <laughs> kind of accent is that? I don't know. Elon I just, from China? I just, I just make them up, man. Hello, Elon Musk here. Yeah. Uh, hey, before we la- uh, leave, I just want to remind everybody, if you haven't already heard, the Reawaken American Tour with General Mike Flynn and Clay Clark uh, making its way around the country. These uh, We haven't attended them, but we've seen footage, and uh, we've experienced different uh, rallies as well. If, if, if you need hope in America, that America and the uh, patriotism still exists, you want to take uh, take in one of these one of these uh, one of these tour stops. It's going to be in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, May thirteenth and fourteenth, Virginia Beach, Virginia, July eighth and 9th. They've been uh, selling out around the country. Get your tickets now. If you need more information, you can get it at timetofreeamerica.com. Again, it's the Reawaken America Tour with General Mike Flynn, Clay Clark, and just a slew of patriots who are um, doing great things for our country and trying to uh, get it back. So I just wanted to give that, and I'll continue giving that a mention because that uh, is something that should be attended by everybody. But that's going to do it for today. Uh, Tomorrow, we've got the Resistance Chicks joining us. Uh, it'll be a fun way to kick off the weekend, and uh, I'm sure more headlines because uh, we we received some just before we started today's show. We were looking at oh. other headlines of some pretty uh, pretty big stuff that's unfolding as we speak. Yeah, it's coming out so fast we can't keep up with it. Honestly, uh, we appreciate you as always tuning in to the Freedom Ring Show. Uh, love having you on board with us. Don't forget, folks, to subscribe, uh, like. Follow, whatever the the word is that share. on that particular yeah share share, share, share that share the heck out of us on your social media and let other people know we exist. We want to grow this thing and uh, get this into uh, a lot more folks' eyes. You know, I, and I think ears. what's going to happen is shows like this and the other ones that uh, we're fans of. Uh, you're seeing the mainstream media die in front of your very eyes. Uh, not the people on camera and you know in charge of running it, but the, the actual concept of mainstream media. The fake news. Fake news. Uh, the masses are catching on to its days are numbered. Um, and I do believe more and more people are swinging this way to get the things that the mainstream media... I mean, that, that, that American Airlines pilot story. Yeah. <laughs> what? You don't hear it. Back in the day, that would have been the leading story on every major news outlet. Yep. Nothing. Nothing. It's just their agenda. And when you share, when you share the video, this, for example, this video or any of our videos, it will uh, 
come in front of a lot of other folks that maybe need to hear this. Right. Please share. The most important thing you can do with our video is share. Absolutely. We are everywhere on many different platforms. Uh, BitChute, Spotify. Uh, We're now on Gab TV and... uh, Brighteon. 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 Get the link to all of them at our website. Yeah, freedomringshow.com. And, of course, we always love hearing from you. Uh, It's pretty cool because we are starting to hear from more and more people. Freedomringshow at Gmail or just do a Rumble rant. You can, uh, you know, comment with us or comment to us, I should say, right through the rant box there. And And we also appreciate donations to the show um, at the website as well. Yeah, you can do that through the website, freedomringshow.com. Thank you, folks. We will be back tomorrow. Later on, be good to each other. See ya.